0: Hey, welcome. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money.
1: On today's episode of the Ask Gregory podcast, we have Wes Blanchard joining us from W.J. Blanchard Law. And he will be joining Gregory to answer the question, what should I do if I have named my IRA beneficiary a trust? We also have a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic if you go to GregoryRicks.com slash podcast 86 Again, that is gregoryricks.com slash podcast 86.
0: I'm just going to share with you, you might have a problem called taxes. Wes, could that be a problem?
2: That's generally an issue, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the trusts are tax rates, their taxes, ordinary income, and here's the trust tax rates for 2022 10 percent first 10 percent that tax bracket is zero dollars to two thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars the next tax bracket escalates up to 24 percent for 2751 through 9850 it's nine thousand eight hundred fifty dollars the next tax bracket, see, you're already under 10000 and you've already pushed to the 35% tax bracket at $9,851 through $13,450. No, this is not like individual rates. This is trust tax brackets. And everything going into that trust, if it's going to be inside that trust and taxed, Everything over $13,450 is taxed at 37%. So, yeah, you might have a problem if you've named your beneficiary as a trust. Trusts are downgraded as a planning strategy after the SECURE Act. Yeah, we were kind of disappointed with that, and I'm sure Wes will agree. And the new Secure Act regulations do not change that. The most trust beneficiaries will still need to empty an inherited IRA in 10 years. Now, what we're talking about, for the most part, non-spouse beneficiaries. This is somebody other than a spouse. Say, your kids of adult age without disabilities because there's some exceptions to the rule but for the most part it's non-spouse beneficiaries that are adults without disabilities we'll simplify it at that now the secure act uh, however the regulations do clear up some of the confusion the secure act has created in areas of trust they also attempt to answer some long-standing questions regarding trust that have come up in many private letter rulings over the years. And that's one of the core things of that uh, coaching program and conference I go to a couple times a year. A lot of what goes on and creates guidelines for us to understand going forward is the private letter rulings where they make decisions and determinations and that you know that would be law going forward right Wes?
2: That's right it's always something you have to keep up on um, hopefully it's not changing at the pace it has been um, over the last couple of years but look these retirement plans are, are they're shifting they're, they're shaping up differently as we're kind of moving into this new era so it's good to to have a guy like you obviously putting the information out there but you have to know what that means for for planning as well yeah
0: uh... and just everybody's not versed on this uh, to this extent now here's an important thing see-through trust rules remain in the proposed regulations the IRS keeps the existing see-through or look-through trust rules for trusts under which trust beneficiaries can be treated as beneficiaries of an IRA if the trust meets certain requirements. So if you're using a trust, or if an attorney is using a trust, for a a beneficiary of an IRA, it has to be a see-through trust. And to qualify what the IRS refers to as see-through trust for IRA distribution purposes, the trust must meet the following requirements. Number one. And I'm going to go over four here. Number one, the trust is valid under state law or would be for the fact that there is no corpus. What does that mean, Wes? Corpus is principal. That's what you're talking about. Okay. So you understand that. Number two, the trust is irrevocable or the trust contains language to the effect it becomes irrevocable upon the death of the IRA owner or plan participant. Number three of four, the beneficiaries of the trust who are beneficiaries with respect to the trust's interests in the IRA's owners or plan participants' benefit are identifiable. So you have to have identifiable beneficiaries. The required trust document has been provided by the trustee of the trust to the custodian or plan administrator no later than October 31st of the year following the year of the owner's death. That's a hard deadline that can't be broken so they've got to be notified of the trust. Is that what that says, the documentation? That's right. Okay. In addition to the above requirements, all trust beneficiaries must be individuals or there could be no designated beneficiary on the ira and the stretch option could be lost so that's in essence kind of blowing up the plan in that case and I, the common error i've seen and, and you can elaborate on what you've seen but when we see this or are, are we when somebody's trying to change a beneficiary that's a client of our firm that we're helping them with their money. When we see beneficiary changes all of a sudden pop up, it gets us to ask questions, especially when it's you know, trust, like, are you aware of these rules? Because what we find, and there was a few cases last year where we uh, had discussions and then they realized this was being done wrong and it was going to be a taxable event. When you're dead, you don't know what's going to happen. But if I see it going, if you're doing planning in a way that's going to cause that event when you die, yeah, we're going to make you aware of it. And the problem is they set up a trust for this purpose, thinking it's going to work, but it's not a see-through trust. Your thought?
2: That's a huge issue. It's a huge issue. You know, a lot of folks say they have a, we call it testamentary trust, but they, they, they set up a trust in their will. And then they fund this trust with IRA or 401k proceeds, not realizing that, sure, you can, you can leave it to a trust, but there's there's regulations, there are guidelines on that. And so the 10-year rule is the biggest one. A lot of folks don't understand that, you know, it's, it's only for 10 years. You have to pay it out. You have, to, you have to fund the trust. And so the growth is capped. But there's also a taxable issue if you're using what I call just a basic testamentary trust. Um, where you're setting guidelines about when they, can, um, when they can access the money, how they can access the money, what, what it's used for. That's kind of your, your basic trust. Um, you really need to have someone working on, on that plan that understands this side of things. And, and frankly, um, if you aren't interacting with financial professionals on a regular basis, I think it's going to be difficult for, for you to really grasp that. Your your everyday sort of will-drafting uh, attorney probably isn't on the up-and-up about things like this.
0: Yeah, and I'm going to elaborate a little bit further here because if we you're utilizing a trust and it's not a pass-through, then it's a non-qualifying trust. And here's the RMD rules for that. If a trust does not qualify as a see-through trust, then the IRA will be treated as if there is no designated beneficiary, and the post-death payout will be based on the rules that apply when there is no designated beneficiary, a non-designated beneficiary. Those rules require an IRA funds to be paid out to the trust based on whether the IRA owner or plan participant died before or after the required beginning date. The required beginning date is April 1st after the year of their 72nd birthday. So if the owner dies before the RBD, the account must be withdrawn. Here, Get this. If the owner dies before the RBD, the account must be withdrawn by the end of the fifth year after death. The five-year rule. There are no annual RMDs during the five-year window. If the owner dies, owner after RBD, RMDs must be taken over the deceased IRA owners or plan participants remaining single life expectancy. That's called the ghost life rule. Can do it and distress, discretionary trust when determining which trust beneficiaries must be considered for payout to the trust. The proposed regulations keep the existing rules for conduit and discretionary trusts. Conduit trust: this type is merely a conduit to pass distributions from the IRA to the trust beneficiary. When the conduit trust is a beneficiary of an IRA, the post-death distributions are first paid from the IRA to the trust, then immediately from the trust to the beneficiaries of the trust. No IRA distributions remain in the trust. The beneficiaries of the trust then pay taxes on those distributions at their own personal income tax rates. And remember a few minutes ago, I gave you those tax rates. So if there's money in a trust over $13,450, it's going to be taxed at 37%. Pretty
2: hefty charge there. Anything to add, Wes? No, I think that tax rate um, point was really what I was going to get at, too. It's, it's, it's important to understand that when you're holding money in a trust and it makes that money, um, it's taxed significantly. So you really want to pass it through if you can.
0: So a couple rules there I'll I'll throw in there that you should check beneficiary designations every year in case there's been life events that would cause you to change that. And we could have a whole show just on that topic. And if you have a trust that's a beneficiary of your IRA, you need to have that reviewed forthwith. That's like now, soon as possible out there. And I'll think then you'll find out where you stand and if you're in good shape or you might need to make some changes going forwards. Thanks so much for listening to Ask Gregory, where we answer your financial questions You can find us anywhere a podcast can be found and on YouTube and Facebook Live every Saturday from 10 to 1. Subscribe, leave a review, and tune in next time.
1: We'd like to give a big thank you to our guest, Wes Blanchard, for joining us on this episode. And don't forget, we have a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic if you go to GregoryRicks.com slash podcast 86. Again, that is GregoryRicks.com slash podcast 86. Gregory Erickson Associates is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC. AE Wealth Management and Gregory Erickson Associates are not affiliated companies. Gregory Erickson Associates, the Total Wealth Authority, is our trademark tagline. It does not promise or guarantee investment results or the preservation of principal, nor does it represent a certain level of skill. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strengths and claims of the paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Erickson Associates is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the U.S. government or any other governmental agency. This information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained by sources is believed to be reliable but the accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by gregory rickson associates any media logos or trademarks contained herein are the property of their respective owners and no endorsement made by those owners of gregory rickson associates is stated or implied gregory rickson associates has a strategic partnership with tax professionals and attorneys who can provide tax and or legal advice ae wealth management gregory rickson associates wj blanchard law llc j heath and co and mortgage gumbo are not affiliated companies this show is a paid placement